So, it's a big uh, podcast for me, clearly. I'm sure you guys could read the title of this and know that it's with the heavy heart. I got to make this one. But I did want to start out with something maybe a little bit more more positive before we go into the whole Eli Manning thing. And and that's that's if you, if we dial back the clock here, we go back in fucking time. You'll know that at the very beginning of this fantasy football season, 2018, I suggested you really ride or die with Aaron Rodgers, uh, who I like to call now Aaron Godgers, as in G-O-D-G-E-R-S-S. And this is because if you watch the game on Monday night, he unleashed his godlike power on the rest of us football mortals and came back against uh, what I thought was a very bad 49ers team. As I like to call them the 40-criners. Uh, that's all they're doing after that one. He came back, led a game-winning drive. Uh, Mason Cosby kicked the game-winning field goal after missing about 100 of them last week. So really good on him. And really good on Godgers for... Making me look like a good fantasy advice giver. And that's that's really the only thing I could ask for time and time again. Is uh, when you're giving out fantasy advice, as the Matthew Berries of the world know. As the Matt Hasselbecks of the world know. As the Mike Shitkas of the world know. Okay, I might have butchered a name here or there. As they know about it, they... Really have to thank the players because if the players play well, they look better. If I make a bad take, if someone says start schmuckamuck at quarterback this week and then they turn out to be a pumpkin, they turn out to be the schmuckamuck, uh, then they'll look bad. So I got to thank Aaron Aaron Rodgers for making me look so good. Uh, I predicted him as one of the top quarterbacks this year and he did not disappoint you if you played him against the 40 Kriners. This past Monday night. So bravo to them. And wow, it must be... If you're a Packers fan, it must be good to have a quarterback on your team that actually has a fucking nutsack. And that could actually win your team games in the clutch. I think Eli Manning used to be like that. Maybe about 55 years ago. But now... Now's the end. It's over. And the Giants don't have a quarterback like that anymore. It's plain and simple. I, I don't. I don't want to go on about it. Uh, but you also want content, so now I gotta go on about it a little bit. But this is really the beginning of, of the end for Eli, and this this is my farewell to Eli Manning. <clears throat> Goodbye to you, Eli. I say goodbye to you, my friend. Goodbye to you, Eli, as this is the end. I, that was stupid. That was a stupid idea. Who made me fucking sick? So, Eli, Mr. Manning, let's see, your family is Archie, who I watched when I was a young, a young spud. Archie Manning. Now, he was a guy who was, I, I, if I'm going to be honest with you on this one, he was painfully average. Okay, not, not really special. The Saints loved him, but then Breezes Christ came it down. Now, now Archie Manning's like the fourth best guy they've ever had. It, really forgettable. Uh, you got Peyton Manning's, who just got his record beat by Breezes. 
who still remains, of course, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If you don't believe that, uh, you can go fucking put a drill through your eyeballs. Uh, or rather, you don't need to do that because clearly somebody already did that, if that's what you believe. And you got Cooper Manning, who I hear sells used cars. So, and then there's the Mama Manning. I don't know her name. She really doesn't matter. I know she gave birth to all those guys, but I mean, in the football story, she really she really doesn't matter. I'm sorry if that offends anybody. And then, then we get to Eli. Okay, Eli Manning, Mr. Manning, with your family, with your smoking hot wife. Okay, I looked up pictures. Uh, she's she's got a nice set on her. Make sure my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. I probably should have said that before I started. He's got he's got daughters, so you know he he doesn't have any boys of his own to carry on his legacy. Peyton's got, I think, a couple of sons. And Peyton Manning wouldn't surprise me if he gave birth to his children himself. That's how fucking great he is. But we're not here to talk about Peyton Manning being pregnant and giving birth and turning the medical world upside down. No, we're not talking about that. Again, this is a farewell to Eli Manning, as I just, uh, you know, just described before with my voice. And Eli, you've been fantastic. It's been a great run. Okay. It's it's been a lot that you've put us through. Let's let's talk about you know, let's talk about the good. Okay, two time Super Bowl MVP. Okay, big big fucking balls on your ball sack for those. Two time uh you know two time Super Bowl champion over Tom Brady, who I believe is the greatest quarterback of all time. So that's a pretty fine accomplishment, when you really boil down to it. Now. The 2007 Patriots was, you know, the only team ever to go undefeated to the Super Bowl and then lose the Super Bowl. And, you know, we all remember the David, um, the David, I think his last name was Tree, like the, you know, like the plant. The David Tree catch. Oh, my <laughs> You don't, if you're a Giants fan and your heart didn't fucking, didn't fucking leap. Like listening to to Sinatra or Pavarotti. That was the equivalent of that. It was one of the most incredible feelings I've ever had. And I watched the Lawrence Taylor Super Bowls. I watched Bill Parcells. I watched Scott Oakwood for a wide right. Wide right, wide right. That's what everyone said. He missed the kick. I watched those Super Bowls and those were amazing. But nothing, not even the 2012 Super Bowl. Of Eli Manning's. Nothing comes down to that 2007 season. No matter what fan of any team you are really. Nothing gets to that season. Until you beat an undefeated team in the Super Bowl. I don't want to fucking hear from you. Okay. Fuck off. Fuck out of here. Fuck off. I don't want to hear from you. Okay. And if you guys are hearing something in the back by the way. Somebody. I got my laundry going on. Because if I don't do it before the wife gets home. She's going to fucking hang me. And maybe I'm actually fearful of that. So I'll make sure. If you guys keep hearing from me, I know everything's okay. So sorry about that, the noise. Can somebody fucking turn that off? Somebody go over there. Make sure it's running right. I don't need this right now. I'm trying to get sentimental. I'm trying to trying to bring it down a little bit. I'm trying to relax. It's Eli. We're talking about the good times, okay? The Mario Manning handball in, the, in Super Bowl forty six. That helped us win the game. You did. You got the helmet catch. You got all those heroic moments in the playoffs as well. Remember, they go to Lambeau Field in 2007 and they play in fucking negative 100 degree weather. Tom Coughlin's face is melting off. 
He's got the redness all over him. Eli Manning's playing his fucking heart out. Okay, he beat Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So you know what, Rodgers? I didn't call you God, but maybe a little not not God-like enough. The first time around playing the Giants, I'll just say that. So they they do that twice in their playoffs, and then who could forget too that during that San Francisco Forty Winers game? See, it all comes full circle on Wise Guy Fantasy Football. Uh, the Forty Criners, the Forty Winers, back when they had uh, local kneeler Colin Kaepernick on a team, Eli Manning taking abuse time and time again. That's a common theme with the Giants, as you know, we'll look at abuse time and time again. Eli, and he comes back up and his helmet's off and his fucking nose and his elbows are up in the air and he just keeps battling and fighting and eventually they go to the Super Bowl. That's the good times I remember. And there's some regular season games that we had a lot of fun with too, but he really solidified his legacy. He's a New Yorker, true and true. He came from Louisiana, so he's a redneck, but he became a New Yorker. And that's a hard transition to make. But Eli, goddammit, you did it. And I thank you for that. However, and I hate that I gotta go into this. The latest game against the Philadelphia Seagulls. Uh, really fucking eye-opening. Really fucking eye-opening. I, I hadn't... I. I thought in my heart of hearts that maybe, just maybe, we could do one more for you, Eli. The team could do it for you. You could do it for yourself. And it has come apart like a puppet with no strings. That dream has been crushed. It's been cut. And the puppet's fallen on the stage. Uh, fucking seizing out. That's, that's how bad it is. And then someone, a janitor came by and mopped up the puppet and threw it in the garbage. That's... That's where the season's going. And Pat Sherman wasn't the right coach for you. He didn't revive your career like he did with Case Case Keenum. And I, I feel bad because you deserve better. You deserve a better offensive line. The defense, which we threw about a billion fucking dollars at, you deserve better for that too. And you never got it. And that team's given up 30 points a game now. And... You know, Saquon Barkley, I mean, he's a he's a motherfucker right there. That's the guy you want. And when Odell's not running his fucking mouth, he could be pretty good too. And really, I thought that would have been enough. I know no one's doing any favors, but Eli. Did you watch the own footage of the game? Did you watch it? Your, your line doesn't give you enough time. That's fine. You're going to take a sack. You got to throw the ball away. You're going to try to make something happen on another fucking screen. On a third and 22, you throw a four-yard screen. I'm not here to talk about that. Because that pisses me the fuck off. I don't want to get angry at you now. I did all that on Thursday. But you watch that game. Now when the line does give you time, you see fucking specters in the pocket. You see fucking ghosts flying around you. And I get it's October. It's around the Halloween season. But there's no ghosts around you. Oh, they're streaking toward the end zone. And you throw it to a fucking middle linebacker covered tight end bumblefuck for him to pop it up in the air and then for it to get picked off. And that happened during the Jaguars game, which I was at. Okay? That happened so many times. And really, Eli, even though I love you like a fucking stepchild, you've been doing this your whole career. Ill-advised, ill-timed turnovers. Okay. 
not getting the ball to the right receivers, bobbled passes, sack, 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 sack. The Giants are down 30-27 to 27 in some random fucking game in Dallas, Texas. It's 2nd and 10. And instead of stepping up in the pocket, you take a bad sack, we lose 10 yards. And you know, when it, when it comes to New York Giants, if it's 3rd and long, you know it's only going for 2 yards. Never the fucking balls to go throw it downfield. Take a couple hits. I know the line doesn't help you, but you're seeing ghosts in the pocket. And you're not mobile, and you're not stepping up. And truthfully... I think the future of the New York Giants and the future of the National Football League in general is calling for mobile quarterbacks a la Carson Wentz, the man who beats you. Guys like Patrick Mahomes, okay? Had another fantastic game against the Patriots. Almost beat him. I got to give credit where credit's due. Tom Brady, he could be the next you. He could be the next Eli Manning that beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. Again, the Giants are the team to do that. I know the Seagulls want to say that they did it too, but uh, slow your fucking roll, okay? One thing at a time. Eli, you've, you've brought us through the good times, but lately, it's just been bad. Even the Kevin Gilbride years when you were throwing 13 uh, picks in the first half of the season, whatever the fuck that was, that infamous stat line. And if they give you a gold jacket, which I want to uh, put on the line here, put on the record, that I do agree that you are a Hall of Famer, you are a first ballad, and I want to see your head in Canton. Not your actual head, I'm talking about the, the one they make out of clay, or whatever the fuck they make it out of. I, I believe that, but your your interceptions will always be a fucking coffee stain on your resume. And it's going to be hard to brush that off. So I, I fear now, Eli, with the team not performing well, and with you performing like you're a fucking rookie again, you're really tarnishing the legacy a little bit. And I don't want to see you do that. I don't think any, any right-minded Giants fan wants to see you tarnish the legacy. For guys like me, although I love Phil Simms, you know, I don't really like him on the microphone now. I think they should get him off. He sounds like a fucking mental patient. But again, that's not that's neither here nor there. Eli, I, I think you are probably the best quarterback this team has ever had, and I want to remember you that way instead of this pile of shit that you are becoming. Because you're already a pile of shit, and now you're just you're stinking up the joint, Okay. And now you got, eventually, when Saquon Barkley doesn't run for 200 yards in the game, uh, the stats and the score is going to look a lot worse. And you, you already got a couple of people fired. So, Eli, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, this is my farewell to you. You did a great job on these New York Giants. I know you got a no-trade clause in your contract. And I know you want to keep playing. And you got a, another year in 2019 on your contract. But... I'm just saying you want to join Tommy Coughlin, Coach Coughlin, who we never should have let go. I'm going to say that on here, too. We never should have let him go. If you want to rejoin him in Jaguars, nobody's going to disagree with you. No one will say to you, no, Eli, stop. Everyone will say, you know what, Eli? Go to fucking Jacksonville. Enjoy sunny Florida, and I'm going to get me a fucking golden green jersey with your name on it. Because that's how much we love you. And truth be told, if you're going to suck, at least don't do it on our team. Right? So I think the time has come for you, Eli Manning, to uh, say farewell as we say farewell to you. This team is not doing you any justice. We can't get another Super Bowl. It's it's already too late. I know the NFC East is the NFC least, but it's it's t- at one in five. You really should have won the Panthers game if you were that interested in going for another Super Bowl. But at one in five, and now you got two more weeks before the bye. It's it's just not gonna happen. And I think really that the Giants should play against. Uh, I think it's the Falcons next Monday. 
and then they play another, and then they play the Redskins, another division game in week eight. Then they're on the bye week. I think after all that, uh, they should really uh, take a look at the other guys on the roster, okay? Uh, and that's, uh, I need the name, the Kyle guy. It's got weird L's. Kyle, is it Kyle Della Luna? No, it's not Della Luna. No, that's a, that's a hard name to pronounce. Pity the guy who's got that name. Loud letter. Loud, lower let, loud, loud letter? Like you say it loud? I'm, re- I'm reading the fucking copy here. You're making faces at me. Kyle. I'm going to call Kyle L. Okay, Kyle L. Motherfuckers. I'm sorry. I got, I, I'm very emotional talking about all this. They take a look at the new rookie, the Kyle L. See if he's any fucking good, which is what they should have did with Davis Webb, but McAdoo was a fucking chump ass and played Geno Smith instead. And that's really why we got pissed at Crapadoo. That's why we fired him. Once they do that, take a look at Kyle L. Then you start looking, okay, is this the guy? Is he any good? Is he a Sam Donald or a Baker's Mayfield? Is he any of these guys or is he none of these guys? And if he's none of these guys, I'll tell you, the Giants are looking at a top five draft pick. And that's when you draft a quarterback of the future. Don't ask me. I haven't done the research, okay? I haven't watched a lot of college ball. Because I know people are going to say in the likes in the comments. They're going to say, well, who should they get? Who should they replace them with? I don't think they should go with the veteran. I don't think they should trade. I don't think they should swap Eli Manning and Blake Bortles. You want a young guy you could develop around, especially the new running back. That kid is the future of the franchise. Get rid of all the fucking high-profile defensive guys because they didn't pan out. And and do Eli Manning a solid. Eli, do yourself a solid and just at the bye week when they bench you, just take it in stride. Okay, we'll be cheering you on. Maybe they give you the start the last game of the season so you could say your final goodbyes. And then we can all start to move on. You enjoy retirement and your fucking $500 billion that I'm sure you have at this point. And go enjoy some time with your family. Uh, Something that's very personal to me is I love my family and love spending time with them. And it must be taxing as a football player missing out on time with your family. Okay, Uh, so go fucking do it. You know what the Godfather says. He says, a man who doesn't spend time with his family could never be a real man. So you should really spend time with them. Don't worry about the Giants anymore. I'm sure you'll do some fucking ESPN guest spots or whatever. Join the fucking sports journals that just turn everything into a fucking headline. And that'll be your Giants career. And then in five years, we'll see you in fucking Canton, Ohio. Accepting your Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, and, And it'll be fantastic. I, I say this out of love and a little bit out of hate because I do kind of hate your fucking guts right now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I got I to gotta tell people how it is. Okay. Eli Manning, you're a man that we love to hate and somehow hate to love. And thank you for all the good stuff. But it is time to go. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen. I don't, I don't know French. And uh, you'll always be a giant in our hearts and in our eyes. And it comes the time for everybody. You know, me too, getting older in age. Everyone's got to say goodbye to something. The thing that they love the most at some point. And so this is the time to really say farewell. So Eli, and to you the viewers, goodbye for now. And I'm sure we'll be touching base in the future. The viewers, yes, actually. I'm doing another episode this week. So, so we'll be touching base. Eli, if you're listening to this, au revoir. <clears throat> never said that phrase before and 
Thank you for all the memories.